This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound. Barkcast deals with just about everything dog-related. Dog obedience, training, health, owning a dog, dog behaviour and care and nutrition. Each week, your questions will be answered by professional senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell, a professional member of the IACP, a registered evaluator with the American Kennel Club, and has trained thousands of dogs across a variety of disciplines. Hi Russell, how's your week been? It's been very good, thanks for asking mate. Excellent, no worries at all. Right, my dog keeps attacking people. Not my Just, dog personally. Oh, I was going to say, a, Max? Is, no, yeah, no, surely not. Not Maximus. This is an email that's come in. Um, Max keeps licking people to death. <laughs> yeah. And bouncing over them. So basically, um, I'll, I'll paraphrase the email. Um, there's some people, when they come to the house, they knock on the door and the dog goes absolutely ballistic. Mental. Um, okay. And it's even to the point where, I think it says here, they even have them on the lead sometimes. And even then, they are, as soon as I open the door, they're... Dog's lunging the out the dog door. The dog is lunging out the door. Okay. Um, which sounds to me like quite a serious problem. Uh, it does indeed. I'd like to know a little bit more in terms of, is this just a house thing at the door or is the dog lunging at stuff and people when we're out for a walk? Oh. I'm going to guess it's both. And I'm going to also guess that they haven't mentioned that in the email. You're right. They haven't mentioned it in the email, but it does seem to be more mentioned coming to the door. Uh, at the house. At the house, yeah. A lot of the time... The dog is simply reacting to us or other stimuli. In this particular equation, things like, and I'm, I'm, I'm picturing the scene being everything's fine in the house. All of a sudden, ding dong, doorbell goes, or there's a knock on the door, and that's the dog's going bananas at, at the door. Usually at this point, uh, and again, I'm reading from the, the, the email, they're saying, you know, we're trying to get the dog on leash, and we're pulling them back, saying, no, 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 letting these people in. So we're creating this, massively engaging red zone environment for the dog where it's it's just super intense. So I want to work through this as a process uh, and try and what we'd call sort of counter condition the dog to this particular stimulus, which is all it is. A knock on the door or doorbell ringing is just a stimulus. You can do this at home on your own. You don't even have to have people coming around. Have someone go outside, a, a partner, a friend, just ring the doorbell. Dog reacts you can now be completely cool and calm and neutral because you know nothing's happening. It's just the sound of the doorbell. Or even download an app onto your phone. Press the button, ding dong, just to get the, the process moving. The dog reacts. You can be sitting on a sofa cool and calm as beans. Hey, Rover, what's, what's the problem? There's, I don't have any problem. Hey, come over here, buddy. Come and have a treat. And the dog, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking... That the process of just the doorbell going off is, you're saying that's a stimulus, but what about the footsteps coming down the drive and that whole, because my dog will, as soon as the, the front gate creaks. He's going to react. He's going to react. He's up. He's yep. looking. He's thinking something's going on now. So is it more to it than just a doorbell going off? And I apologize. Oh, if, yeah, yeah, there is. It, and it, it's, it's process. Rather than what I don't want to deal with is starting when the dog's in full flight mode. 
I want to start when the dog's pretty easy going. I'll start with something that I can easily control, like setting the doorbell off or, you know, knocking on the door. If, you know, there's a partner there or a, you've got kids in the house, hey, go outside and ring the doorbell. And I can work with the dog and I can get a lot of reps out of that. The first few times, absolutely, the dog's going to respond as they normally do, barking, lunging at the door, kind of going crazy. But because now I'm completely different, I'm completely tuned out. I'm like, hey, Rover, what's, what's your issue? I don't understand what the problem is. Why don't you come over here and sit? I'll give you a treat. Oh, perfect. Okay, ring the doorbell again. Ding dong, woof, 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 we're at it again. Hey, come over here, buddy. Come and sit and have a treat. You do that three or four times, nothing is going to change. Do that three or four hundred times, and you'll start to see a different response from the dog. The bell will ring. The dog might woof, and then it's going to look at you like, is this the treat time? I get, I just sit with you, right? And you'll start to see that kind of gray area. I can then change that to knocking on the door. I can then change it to instead of calling the dog back to me, I can go to the dog at the door and maybe get them to sit. Our emailer was saying, I'm trying to put the leash on and it can be a bit of a battle. So I'll run through that as a process. What I want to do is take out all the energy and all the emotion out of that environment and just train it on a step-by-step basis. You're making this sound very calm and very easy. However, there's a couple of things that I'm going to put across, as I'm sure the listener's thinking. Mm-hmm. First of all, you said three or 400 times. How do I get that many reps in? That's a lot of training to do for mm-hmm. someone. Well, I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying that's an awful lot of time to invest in this, which is a good investment. I agree. But the other thing, just going back to this emailer as well, it mentions attacking and lunging. So it's all well and good having mm-hmm. that, yeah, the knock on the door. Oh, sit, Rover, here's a treat. I think this, to me, the way I'm reading this is it's more crazy than just the dog barking a little bit at the door. So is, where's the, the level of craziness? Okay. One of, a couple of things. The three or 400 reps, it does sound like a lot. And I appreciate people sitting going, wow, that's going to take forever. You'll do that in a day. Okay, it, it adds up. Very, hey, Rover, can you sit? Oh, good boy. Hey, Rover, can you sit? Oh, good boy. You can, you'll rifle through that many reps. Once you get into it and get into rhythm, it really doesn't take a lot. And the idea is it's not about I'm going to do 300 reps in a go. I'm going to do five now. I'm going to do two later on. I'm going to do five in a minute. I'll do 10 here. And all of a sudden you've done a shed ton throughout the day. And then in terms of I'm not saying target yourself a thousand reps a day. If you do 10 today and 20 tomorrow and five the next day, if that's all you've got time to do, great. That was 10, five and 20 more than you've done before. You will get there. Obviously, the more you can do per session per day, like with anything, the more you practice it, the better it's going to get. So try and I want to push the dog and do as many reps as I can, not at the same time, but lots of different sessions throughout the day. Just so whenever this bell rings or the door knocks, this now becomes the new routine. In terms of the reaction from the dog, obviously sitting here on the sofa reading an email, it's very difficult to gauge. Is it a case of, the dog is genuinely attacking, i.e. I want to bite and do you damage? Or is the dog just super, super, oh my God, I've got to say hi and bouncing all over all over them? Either way, I need to have some control of that. What I would raise a little flag, to be fair, and say if there is an issue where the dog has a bite history or you really are convinced the dog does want to bite and cause damage, 
stop the podcast, just bring the dog in either to me or if you're somewhere else, go to a trainer and have them check this out because they're going to need to see the dog in action. Well, listener, before you stop the podcast, just make sure you listen to the end <laughs> and, and then go and see Russell. <laughs> well, well, and in, all, in all fairness, all the contact details at the end of the podcast. That, that is true. So, or if you're not here, you know, find a trainer just to say, no, your dog's just super friendly and out of control versus your dog wants to kill someone. It, it would be nice to know uh, on which side of that particular fence that we're on. I'm going to assume for the as dangerous as that is that we've just got a super exuberant, bouncy, flying out the door kind of dog. One of the other reasons that dogs tend to go for doors and try and bolt out the door at full pelt is we supercharge that in that area. What I mean by that is we're so often everything's fine and now I'm going to go out the door, the dog's getting all excited and it's half a battle to open the door and I'm trying to body block the dog and push the dog back and slam the door either because I'm leaving or trying to get someone in and we're holding the dog. It's all, what? Like, ah, it's crazy. So I want to take all of that emotion, all of that energy completely out the window. From, we've just started with ringing the doorbell, knocking on the door, getting our dog to sit, have the leash be put on and be calm. It's rewarding. The next thing might be, okay, I'm going to start opening the door. There's no one there. I'm just going to open the door. And as soon as it opens, the dog wants to fly out. But then now they're on leash. Hey, where, where are you going? Just come back over here. Sit. Close the door. And I'll do it again. But maybe instead of opening all the way, I'll open the door just a fraction and then close it again. And I'll reward the dog just for looking at me going, you're an idiot. What's going on? This is weird. Yeah, just sit here and chill out. We're just going to engage. What about if the dog isn't... I, I know we, we have mentioned this before. I can't remember the episode. But if the dog's not... Um, driven by treats is it then you just do the same thing with praise either praise um, if the dog likes a teddy bear dog likes a toy dog likes my attention dog wants to go either way I'm preventing it from doing that so what I want from the dog is give me the time of day give me the attention and you will get what you want if you want this yummy little treat just sit here calmly with me and look at me and you'll get it if you want to go away from me and go out the door and run around sit here with me now and look at me and I will let you do that would you put the dog for example um, Naya who used yeah. to stay with, with oh, you uh, blessed little Naya when I used to go to um, their house then the dog would bark so as soon as we knocked on the door the dog mm-hmm. would bark and go not crazy but you could hear yeah. that she was German Shepherd yep. German Shepherd and then uh, the owner would make her go to place yep is that uh, absolutely and it places a, a functional tool and it's something that we teach as part of a sort of general obedience program it's an area that i can send the dog uh, thank you sassy for demonstrating so brilliantly that comes across wonderfully on the podcast um, as sassy goes on to her place it's yeah it's an area i can send the dog where they can just remain just going back to one thing you mentioned yet yeah, so the, the doorbell goes i'm not against my dog barking at the door I'm not, and as you mentioned earlier, the gate squeaks and someone comes in, the dog barks. I don't mind that. That's the dog saying, I'm alerting to something going on. And I would praise my dog for that. Good boy, good girl, well done. Have a treat, have a fuss. Well, I'm, aren't you rewarding them for barking? Yeah, I am. But now you've brought me to the table. You've brought me into this equation. Now I'm going to take control of it. So you can now settle down. Either just, can you give me a sit and chill out? and let me deal with this, or, yep, go to your place if we want to teach that as a, a functional thing. And for the, the email in particular for, for this one, having the dog come in and learning things like place would be a super useful tool because we can use that as part of this, this process to, to kind of condition their, how they deal with 
people coming into the house. The dog can't lunge at the door if it's on place. It can't do it if it's on leash. And if we build this up slowly, we've just worked with getting them used to the sounds of it. Now we're getting them used to the door moving. Then we can start adding people into the mix. Having someone come around and just be at the door. The dog's used to all the other parts of it now, but now there's a person there. We go through the process again. Then it's about getting the people to come in. And all we're doing is now, instead of only dealing with it when the dog's kicking off, we're building the dogs up through it slowly, rewarding every step so that it just becomes, oh, yeah, someone's at the door. Who cares? Or the doorbell rings and I'm going to woof and let you know because it's in my interest to get your attention because I'm going to sit here while you give me that treat. So I like it when people come. I like it when the, the doorbell rings. Ah, there you go. Summarize that one. Yeah. <laughs> if you're really concerned and you think it might be that your dog's got an aggressive tendency, I would certainly advocate you yeah, bring them in so we can have a laugh together and say, no, don't be silly. Your dog's just a goof and super lovely and wants to hug everyone. But good to know just in case that, oh, actually, yeah, this is slightly more serious. I would say either way, depending on whether your dog really wants to tear into your visitors or whether your dog just wants to lick them to death, the process is going to be the same. It's all about having some control and having the dog understand that everything comes through you it's not them making the, you're not the ones in charge here. We are. And just teach them through that particular process. Perfect. Thanks, Russell. Thanks, mate. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.